Welcome to Happy Hour at the Box with CrossFit Instinct, talking all things fitness, health, wellness, food, friends, and more. This is part one of the podcast sharing my eating disorder journey. If any of this sounds like you relate to this, I want to encourage you to not get discouraged by this podcast, but keep tuning in because I have a part two coming soon on tips and tricks that can help you overcome some of your disordered eating patterns that you might have. Hi everyone, my name is Molly Hahn. I am one of the co-owners of CrossFit Instinct. I'm 34 years old and extremely happy to say that I have a great relationship with food and my body. I want to preface this with words to my family and friends who were with me during this time of my life while I was suffering from an eating disorder. You did everything you could to help me and support me Please don't let my story make you think otherwise. I love you so much and am forever grateful for your support. This podcast may be triggering to some people, so I advise you to listen with caution. When I was in my last couple years of high school, this was a time of really big changes in my life and things were starting to feel out of my control. There were stressful situations that I couldn't do anything about. I remember in high school leaning forward on my desk, trying to see if I could feel my ribs through my shirt, wishing that I had thinner thighs, still feeling hungry after lunch. I wasn't deep into it at this point, but this is when I remember those toxic things starting. I was already so thin and lean, I think it was a distraction for me in a physical way to feel some of the pain that I was experiencing mentally. I don't remember having much of this go on the summer before college, but once I was in college, I felt very alone and isolated. I didn't have a good experience with my roommate. College was not what I had hoped it would be. This brought back those obsessive thoughts about my body food, and exercise. It was a way to escape reality and have something to focus on. I remember I started counting calories and would eat 300 to 800 calories per day and would do anywhere from one to three hours of cardio and weights every day to try to burn even more. My view of myself started changing. Even though I was already thin, I would see wide hips and love handles. I would see quote unquote fat around my bra. I would feel fat on my legs and my stomach when I would walk and run. The crazy thing is that even though I was seeing all this on myself, I never once looked at anyone else judgmentally. Everyone else was fine and didn't even matter. I was so focused on myself. Sadly, the major restricting would cause my body to have insane cravings for calorie-dense foods. It would drive me crazy, so I would work out even more to try to distract myself. Being alone with nothing to do made it feel like a bomb was ticking. I just wanted night to come so that I could go to sleep and avoid facing life 
facing food, hunger, cravings. As you can imagine, sleeping was extremely difficult. Being so hungry and depressed, my body was in fight or flight mode 24-7, so I couldn't calm down enough to sleep. I remember laying awake, feeling my hip bones, thinking that they should be sticking out more. I was a great student. That was something that was a distraction that I could focus on. From the outside, I looked like an athletic, lean, hardworking student, but inside I was dying. That year, my family had me go see a counselor and told me that they might pull me out of school. They could tell that I was suffering and losing weight. I did go see the counselor, but she had no compassion whatsoever. She just told me I was suffering from anorexia and bulimia and that I needed to work on things. It made me feel stupid and weird. This stranger was cold and emotionless. That really pushed me away. I was not ready to do this internal work, especially with someone like her. That year, I was down to around 125 pounds, which is incredibly skinny for someone who's 5'9 and a half. To give you perspective, I now weigh around 170 to 175. Once summer came and I was home, things were a little bit better as I was happy to be in a more comfortable environment but I got so, so many comments from people about how skinny I was. That made me isolate myself even more and become very self-conscious and depressed. Being told you're too skinny is not a good feeling, even though that was what I was doing to myself. You would think I would like to hear that, but it felt as if people were disgusted by me and thought I was stupid for getting so skinny. So you guessed it. That made me spiral even more. It didn't make me want to eat more and gain weight. I was so triggered by feeling full that if I did attempt to eat more and I felt full, I would do anything I could to get rid of that feeling. Exercising, starving myself again, even to the point of taking laxatives and eventually throwing up what I had eaten. What should have been my safe place turned into a trigger. Everyone was watching me, making sure I was eating enough, but I wasn't ready yet to take that step, so it actually made it worse. I had to stuff myself full to please everyone, which in turn made me hide what I was dealing with even more. My second year of school was pretty much a repeat of the first year, except I felt more comfortable because finally no one would be watching me. It was actually during this time, the whole year of going through this alone, that I was forced to really face myself, and I got so tired of feeling this way. By the end of the school year, I had made the difficult decision to move back home and try to heal myself. I finished up my degree in my hometown and started working a lot on top of this. I very slowly started to eat a little more, work out a little less, and become a little happier. It took me a solid two years to be maybe three quarters of the way, quote unquote, normal. I still ate very restricted and worked out a lot. Eventually, I discovered CrossFit and it intrigued me because it had minimal cardio, which I hated doing. At this time, I was surrounded by bodybuilders and bodybuilding magazines, slowly shifting towards trying to put on more muscle. 
I decided to try a CrossFit workout. I saw Filthy 50 come up on CrossFit.com, so I gave it a try. I had never felt weaker and so undernourished in my life. It was a major wake-up call. I thought, because of all the cardio and bodybuilding I'd done, that I'd be fine. I was so wrong. I was humbled and angry at my body. I knew this was something I needed to look into. I have always been an athlete, and it pissed me off that that was gone. I thought it was still there because I could still lift weights and do lots of cardio. I quickly found out that didn't equate to athleticism or truly being in shape. I started looking up CrossFit and found the Nasty Girls workout video. These chicks were doing heavy cleans, which I'd never seen girls do, the fastest body squats, and pulling themselves up and over rings and then pressing out of the rings after. They were all so badass looking, so lean, so strong, six packs, gleaming muscles, but not like bodybuilders. Something about the way they were built versus a bodybuilder was so appealing. I wanted that. I wanted to be strong like they were. I wanted to be athletic like them. I wanted to be in shape like them. I wanted to have muscles like them. I knew I was too skinny and weak. I needed to fuel myself better and put on muscle. I knew I needed to eat more. I decided to follow CrossFit.com for one month and eat more and see what would happen. I ended up getting away from workouts where I would stare at myself in the mirror, lifting weights, doing hours of cardio, and started eating more and better to help my recovery because I was sore as I could be after these CrossFit workouts. And this would hopefully give me more energy for the workouts and to recover better. This was also around the time I started talking to Tim. He was so accepting of me and so supportive of me and all my flaws. I felt loved, secure, and safe. The combination of me being at a better place on my own time, workouts focused on performance and not aesthetics, and unconditional love was what got me feeling to almost 100% healed. I say almost because it has taken me years and years to get to the point of enjoying a treat and not feeling guilty, not punishing myself for that, taking rest days when I want to, listening to my body and accepting the way that I look. If you know someone who is struggling, don't try to fix them. Just be there for them. When they are ready, they will come around. Also note that eating disorders do not all look the same. Some people look rail thin, some look completely healthy, and some are overweight. You never know who is struggling, so your best bet is to be kind and loving to everyone. I want to thank my family for never giving up on me and for always being there for me. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube and get a hold of us if you'd like to get our gym emails. Stay in the loop of all things instinct.